Hey, would you all join me uh, this morning as we welcome some of our favorite people to uh, help us share their story, Tori and Bethany Smith, to the platform. Give it up for them. Look at this. He's even a gentleman waiting on her. You're going to sit farther away? I'll just direct all of my questions at the person furthest from me. Uh, that's good. Hey, so if you're new to Christ Community, we want to make sure and, and take some time to uh, tell you what we're going to do before we do it. Uh, Christ Community just turned nine a couple, couple of weeks ago, and um, man, we are so excited. This has been something that we've done because it's really important to us that, man, we don't want Christ Community to be something that people do. We don't want people to look back and say, man, that, there's a group of people that are doing some great things. We want people to say, look at what the Lord is doing. And so when, one of the ways that we do that is we share stories each week of what God is doing in our lives, and that reminds us of, man, just how much we need Him, even in the daily things. So, um, so that's, that's why we share stories, and that's important for us to, to talk about as we do it. But uh, this morning, I'm going to uh, ask if you guys would, you, uh, to introduce yourself first and foremost, and then we'll jump into some harder questions. So we are the Smiths. Our kids are Presley Lane, Steele, and Nellie Kate right there. And my name is Tori Smith. This is Bethany Smith. And uh, it's been a fun journey. And my parents are here. And even my, my sister and her family, who just moved here about two months ago, who started a coffee shop. I'm not going to do a plug-in because it's church, but it's called The Paddock. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's who we are. You got it. You got it. Got it. Oh, no, come, no, come on, come on now. I'm Bethany Smith, also known as Tori Smith's wife. We're, we are going to change the name to Tori Comless Realty, if that's okay, WA. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, that's awesome. So um, we, we always want to go back when we share stories to, man, what, is it, what did it look like for you guys to begin a relationship with Christ? How has that changed over the years? What, is it, what does it look like for you guys to walk and journey with Christ? Well, um, for uh, the condensed version, because it's uh, to go over just my personal journey, may take 45 or 50 minutes. And we got like at least 30 minutes, right? Exactly. That's right. So, so as uh, the spirit yeah. leads. <laughs> if you're new, don't get freaked out. We told them 10. No, that's right. But, you know, um, so I was raised in a Catholic home, but also my, what's interesting, my dad also went to a Baptist church, too. So it was kind of neat, the compromise that he had. We went to a Catholic service at the Church of Annunciation up the street, and then we went to, uh, then he also went to church after that. So uh, early on in my home, we were established that, uh, that, that need to know that there's something bigger than ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so I appreciate my mom so much that... She, from a very early age, um, really instilled that in, in me. So as I journeyed through college and went through all the messiness that we all go through, um, became broken at some point. And, um, and when I met Bethany, after that, we had a, a short little breakup that was a little bit harder on me. So that kind of brought me a little closer to God than I and, and entered into a situation where in, in my world of real estate, you know, entered into a, a lawsuit situation that really broke me for for God. So then that's when I got on my hands and knees and, and knew that I needed something bigger than myself. So when we got married, we went to Southeast Christian Church and um, we loved Southeast Christian Church because mm -hmm. it was a place where we could go and, you know, and, 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 and experience uh, something we hadn't experienced before together as a couple. But I'll let Bethany explain a little bit how maybe our journey to Christ community was from there. 
Um, yeah, I grew up similar to Tori. Um, we went to church, youth, all that stuff, probably led by my brother and I. We probably dragged our parents to church. But hmm. um, we had a friend invite us to Southeast, so we did Dave Stone's Bible study. Um, and then, fortunately, Tori was good friends with Lee Webb, so we've been here from the get-go. And like Phyllis said last week, if you have an 8- to 10-year-old, I probably snuggled that little one yeah. Yeah. in the nursery. Yeah, so. that's awesome. That's awesome. So um, we are in this series called Made for More, and we're trying to explore some what I would call primal questions, right? Those deep questions that we want to wrestle with. Um, who's God made us to be? What's he asking us to do? Where does he call us to go? And we're discovering there's, there's a difference in having or doing more in this life and being made for more. So how's God made you guys for more? And what gives you the confidence to pursue the calling he's got in your life? Well, I had a lot of time to think about that one. That's a tough, tough question because, number one, I think you could go through the, the typical cliche answers. Well, God made me to, to be a better person, made me to do these great things, made me to do this for my community, be a good dad, be a good husband. And those are obviously the correct answers, right? But if, if we're really going to search ourselves, then I think number one is just to be broken, completely broken for him. Um, and, and that may be a weird thing to, to understand is when, while we were created, were we really created to be broken? And the answer is yes, we were. We were. God made us. He wants us to be broken for him. And, and what that looks like in life, um, that's a daily battle, honestly. Mm. So that, that would be number one for me is uh, just uh, being broken for God. Yeah. Um, and on another level, um, you know, maybe also taking it another step. Bethany, did you have? No, thanks. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, I know. I know. Uh, I know. Made for more, I think, I think I know God wants me to do more than what I'm doing. I think a spiritual gift that I've been given um, is just being able to listen to people mm. and be empathetic. Mm -hmm. Have I done a good job of that lately? Probably not. Um, I've kind of been in my own chaotic world, but this series has really opened my eyes to be like, we've been given spiritual gifts. We've been made for more, so we need to use them to help other people. Mm. That's good. So, um, you, I mean, y'all are even calling it out. It's like, this is weird to pass the mic back and forth. So let's ask some us questions, all right? So today, uh, we're going to dig into this idea of being peacemakers. How do you, as a married couple, navigate conflict or times when it feels like you're pulling in different directions? Um, because you all, uh, maybe, maybe I'm overstepping my bounds, but you all are both... Uh, you have a lot of gifts. You have a lot to offer in the kingdom, and um, you're both leaders in several different ways. So that has to come into conflict at times. How do you maintain healthy unity in your marriage? Mm. Go. Is it okay that to say? We yeah. don't have any conflict. Like it's, yeah. Like oh. Yeah. Conflict. Well, never mind then. Right. Drop, <laughs> drop the mic. Yeah. We're done. We're done here. <laughs> you know, I, I guess the question about navigating it, I navigate it very poorly, honestly, from being honest. Uh, my first inclination, if there's uh, some type of road bump in our marriage or something, there's some friction, my first inclination is to, is to react without patience, to react in a way that maybe isn't the, the way God wants us to. And I think that at times when I'm in the Word and I'm, I'm surrounding myself by people, by great people from Christ Community Church, uh, being in touch with them, making, having them make me accountable, those times when I feel like I'm in it, I'm, I'm I'm in 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 the in the spirit. Then I feel like I'm more able to to take on those those times when it's tough and and respond a little bit more with patience and understand what she's thinking. But mm, um, good. I, I didn't mean that was good. Like you had to stop and talking. I was moving on. 
Um, yes, I think, like Tori said, you just, I don't know how people survive in their marriages without faith, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. go through all the bumps and the, I mean, marriage, we know, can be difficult, rarely. But um, I think, you know, especially for me, an example, this past year has been a tough year. I've had a lot of autoimmune issues, and my parents have both had um, cancer, and um, Tori had shingles, I had mono, like, just a bunch of random stuff. But Tori, like, was there for me, and... Um, I know, like, the Holy Spirit had to be within him because within him, I was so exhausted. I'm sure he's like, this chick is crazy, but um, uh. I, I just, <laughs> I know without our faith, like, we probably, it could have been the perfect storm. We might mm. not have, you know, been able mm. to, to go through that. And I remember, like, getting on my knees and being like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I need help. I'm, you know, I need, I need, you know, need you to help me. And um, the fact that I hadn't done that, like, I've been, I'd been praying through it, but not, like, completely like handing it over and I'm like why am I why am I torturing myself carrying this burden when you know I have someone but um I think God puts us in situations like that in our marriages and Mm. um just so that you get closer with him that you can help out other people um and so it was a it was definitely a defining moment of just we needed faith in our our marriage for sure yeah wow so first of all just humbled and honored to hear you guys talking about how your relationship with the Lord ends up being the thing that defines how you respond to each other in your marriage. Mm-hmm. That's huge. So uh, last question that I want to press, press into is just like super practical how-to because I think for so many of us, busyness and life and a million options just consumes us. So uh, super practical. How do you do that? Like when, when you sense the need that, oh man, I, like I've been drifting from the Lord, I need to press back in, or I need to be with the Lord so that I'm, I'm maintaining a healthy marriage. What does that look like for you guys? You know, I'd say sometimes you have to pause before you react and you have to understand there's a perspective that we all have. We all have our differences and we can lash out and, and say that your differences are are. Or they're not right. They're not aligned with mine. But everybody has their past and current circumstances. And I think that's important in a marriage. It's important in a community. It's important just to know that people have a right to that. Now, how you act on that, how you respond to that is, is really important. And that's the part that I, I try to work on because it's, it's one of those things where you can kind of get out of sorts about it. But within our marriage, I think it, a good friend of mine uh, once told me that in a marriage, you got to view these crazy cycles as a storm. The storm's going to come eventually. I know we've had a lack of rain here lately, but it's like the storm will come. So what are you going to do? Are you going to brace up and are you going to weather the storm? Are you going to surround yourself by healthy people, people that have a good influence on you, that are godly people that truly care about you? And and when the storm fades, you know you're there staying unified with your wife. Mm. And it's not easy. I mean, marriage is, a, is one of those things where you have to accept the imperfections. She has to accept my million imperfections that I have. And, um, it's a big know, head shake on that one. That was <laughs> yeah, and so our, our love languages don't line up at all. They're comp- like, if you've read that, look, we're like parallel. Like, we shouldn't be matched together somehow, some way. <laughs> like, we do it. And so um, I am, and I'll say this, and I'm not saying this for bounding points. I'm so blessed that God has blessed me with Bethany mm-hmm. in my life. Um, there's a reason why I, I put my my twin bed and my project graduation TV in the back of my 
my truck and drove down to Hilton Head without knowing where I was going to stay that night and then to know that I was going to meet her a week later. That was pretty awesome. So mm. I know uh, I know that was something God did bless me with, and she's awesome. Mm. Go, Bethany. <laughs> um, you were just talking about, like, walking. Uh, hold on. Let me rewind. Re- remember the question. <laughs> The question was, when, is, when you sense that it's time to press back into the Lord and really, really deepen that relationship with Him, what does yes. that look like for you? Okay. Um, you know, showing up with kindness is probably something that I'm trying to do more about, or doing more of, um, and praying for the situation, praying for the other person in conflict, whether it's in the community or in our marriage, because um, you have no idea what kind of battle they're going through, mm. and they could be going through a lot, but... Um, I think sometimes when you get a response from a conflict or whatever, it's not so much as the response as more of what they're going through on the other end. So I think when you show up and you kind of just show kindness, it kind of breaks down that tension and those barriers. That's good. That's good. Well, I'm, uh, uh, again, just grateful that you guys would come and share. And um, more than that, I'm grateful that you've chosen to walk with the Lord and that uh, as the storms have come, you figured out what that looks like in a new season um, because uh, a lot of people aren't willing to make that journey. And, uh, and so I'm grateful for that, and I'm praying for your endurance as you keep doing that. So um, I'm going to ask Tori, if he would, to, uh, to pray for us, and then after that we're going to watch a short video about Love Shoville Day, which is coming up next week. Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for a great, great church. Thank you for all the people that do the things behind the scenes. Uh, all those wonderful children that are back there. That there's a whole other church going on back there that is so beautiful to see these kids um, be raised and learn more about your son Jesus and what he sacrificed for us. Uh, we're just so thankful that we're in a church that uh, allows us to share our story, our imperfections, and to be surrounded by such great people that love us in- unconditionally. Thank you so much for the leadership we have in this church, and thank you so much for today. And we pray that you'll uh, pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.